Please welcome, please welcome, welcome. This is another episode of the Defenders of Business Value podcast, a podcast where we talk about what makes a business valuable, learn the tips and tactics to increase your company's value that only veteran dealmakers know. And now here's your host, Ed Misogland. Welcome to another episode of the Defenders of Business Value. I'm your host, Ed Misogland, and I, I'm excited to talk a little bit about uh about this episode because this is a kind of a little bit of a departure from the analytical side of things that I normally talk about. I mean, we, we have our guests and, and, you know, certainly hear a lot of their insight, but seldom do we talk about this. And this is about grief, grief about selling your business. And I'm married to a therapist and, and she's probably going to be upset that I even said that, but nevertheless, she, so she's a therapist and she's a grief and one of her specialties is grief and loss. So when people have tragedies, they call her. And anyway, I started thinking about, you know, the, the, the loss of the identity of the business owner as they sell their, as they go through the sale process, they're experiencing the different levels of grief. And while my understanding of grief, these five stages of grief, it's linear. And I, I'm not I'm not a therapist. I have no idea. But what I do know is it's not according to to the expert or the experts there. It's not quite like that. What it is, is, you know, it's all cobbled. It's all cobbled together. Sometimes you have denial. Sometimes you have anger. Sometimes. You have a little bit of each um, and it just it's not linear like I'm going to describe. So let me begin by, I guess, talking a little bit about that most business owners regret selling. And the biggest reason is that they they don't go to anything. They, they you know, they're 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 put into a position, whether it's health or age and they have to sell and and they don't control their exit and that's one of the things that we have you know we've been preaching for years over this um and as and and as it as it turns out i think when you hear this you're going to find that there really is a, a you can see a pattern to business seller grief so there's five stages to grief. And the first one's denial, second anger, third is bargaining, fourth depression, and fifth acceptance. Now, I may or may not have told you I'm in I'm in the middle of writing a book and this this happens to be um something that that's where this came from that I was um I was writing and you know just just seeing business sellers how they behave. And so I wanted to include it in the book. So I'm going to share a little bit about <clears throat> some of my findings. So the first one's denial. All right. Denial is, is, it, you know, this is when a business owner may minimize the significance of selling the business. Like it's no big deal. Um, they, and as we've seen, you know, I think it's like 70% plus. Now the Exit Planning Institute out of Cleveland, they did a study on how many people 
you know, how many business sellers actually go through an exit process or prepared their business for sale? Only about 30% do. It's so it's just, there's no preparation. It's just one day I'm, I'm selling my business. So, so they avoid, they avoid it. And, and rightfully so. I was talking to somebody just the other day about, you know, when your, when your paycheck depends on, on something, you, you really don't want to, to, to talk about it going away. So, so that's what we start with denial. One is timing. Many business owners, you know, deny how long it's going to take to sell the business. I can tell you from our experience, it's anywhere from nine to 12 months. All right. And they don't understand that not only is there a preparation, okay, that you got to do some preparation, then you enter the market theater and it's going to take between nine and 12 months. And then you're going to have some sort of transition. So let's just say, hypothetically, you're talking, you know, anywhere from a year to two years for this whole exit process to take place. And many business owners just don't, don't see it that way. That one day somebody, you're just going to give the keys and it's over. It's not like that. The next thing, the denial is valuation. Imagine that, that the business seller does not concur with value. And that's a, that, out of all the reasons for deals falling apart, value gap tends to be, tends to be the one. And so many business owners overestimate the value of their business and they fail to adjust the valuation to, re, to reflect what's really going on in the market and or its perform, financial performance. You know, I can tell you, we see a lot of business owners that want to sell on, on the future. This is what this business can do. It's not like that. It does not work that way. The future is in the buyer's hands and the buyer's risk and the buyer's reward, not the seller's. Financial issues. That's the next one. Many sellers um, or many business owners, you know, because of how close they are, the business don't see how, don't see just the challenges that are tend, tend to face the business. The next thing is they fail to understand due diligence. They don't see that a buyer, and let's, let's talk SBA financing right now. I mean, there's some deals that you can get financing up to 95%. If I'm that buyer, you can bet your life I'm going to be doing a ton of due diligence to make sure what it is that I'm buying is actually it, is actually there and is actually it. And so they downplay the, the need for that level of scrutiny you know, for due diligence. The next thing is competitive landscape. Um, business owners underestimate just where they sit from a com competition standpoint. It's, and we see this sometimes with a lot of the, with, with older business sellers where they don't, they're not, you know, they've been doing what they've been doing. They've been making their money and they're not paying a whole lot of attention to what's going on in the market. And as far as competition goes. And so then when someone scrutinizes their scrutinizes the the business itself and its competitive landscape, all of a sudden the the business owner is absolutely take taken aback that that's even a, a, an issue. The next thing is employee and customer loyalty. 
Um, when we look at when we look at that, where we we see that business owners tend to overestimate somebody's loyalty, and I th- I, I I think you I think especially in 2023 the way it is today, I don't think that I think it's really hard to have the level of sticky customers that you used to have, like when you know 10 20 years ago. The next thing on denial is emotional attachment. You know, so many business owners have, you know, it's unfortunate that so many business owners have is what I should say. You know, there's a lot of sacrifice being an entrepreneur. There is absolutely, whether it's marriages, whether it's time, whether it's health, all those things, all those things contribute. And when you start, when you, um, the emotional attachment, you know, the emotional attachment tends to cloud judgment. And that's another component of the of denial is because how attached they are, they cannot see what a prospective buyer is looking at. And then lastly, transition. Um, owners tend to deny what it's going to take to transition their business. Everybody seems to the a lot of the sellers seem to believe that you know this is this is really easy. Of course, uh, I'm going to hand you the keys. Everybody, everybody's going to believe in you, your leadership, all the employees or all the the customers are going to love you. It's just that simple. It's not that simple. It is a it is a an absolute art to transition a business. And again, it's back to to business owners tend to underestimate the time and effort it's going to take for that handover. Okay, now let's move into anger. This is, you know, when the reality of the sale sets in, you see anger. And where, where do you think we often see it? As soon as we get that first letter of intent. Now, all of a sudden, things are starting to get real. The first is, here's some examples of, of the anger. First is the loss of control. I have said this repeatedly, that as you, when you first put your business on the market, you have all of the leverage, okay? You have a ton of leverage over everybody that's looking at the business. As you move to, to, to selling the business, you have virtually little Little to no leverage unless you want the business back and you want to put back on the market or go back and running it. That those are those that that part's true. But generally speaking, the anger sets in when the loss of when when control goes out the window. Anger also shows up when there's a unwanted sale where health um, especially forces the sale um, or, you know, a divorce. I was just in doing some expert witness work last week. And, you know, they don't want to sell the business. They're getting divorced and they, you know, it's, it's going to be bad. And, and anytime, again, you're, you're in a position where you're being forced to sell for whatever external reason, it creates anger. The next is financial anger. So when you, when we, when we find business owners that their business is not, it's not per- performing or producing the way it either has um, or just never has. Um, 
it's a reflection on them and and they are they are upset by it and you know we tend to when when offers show up that's a that is a tangible means for the business seller to see their market value how a buyer sees it anger also shows up um with changes from the new owner you know so many business owners come in um and think that you know this isn't you know this is how we've done it and especially when there's younger owners. So the retiring owners now sell to, you know, a 35, 40 year old and things are entirely different. And so there's some resentment to what they're going to do to that business. The next, um, the anger is like denial. It's the emotional attachment. It's, it's, there is, there is anger associated with with this loss that's getting ready to happen. And then lastly, the regret. There's anger over regretting uh, regretting the sale that, um, and again, I told you this on the Exit Plan Institute. I mean, 75% of, of business owners regret selling their business. And this is the reason why. I mean, it's it's failed to prepare. So when we look at, when we look at regret, we tend to see that the business owner um, regrets just the wholesale just how this whole thing is 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 shaking out that whether it's the buyer whether it's the price whether it's the transition whatever the scrutiny of the business there's anger associated with just that whole process so now let's move to bargaining so it's really interesting on bargaining because bargaining we see a lot of sellers decide they want to retrade. All right. They get they get a deal and they start to reach rethink somebody's whispered in their ear or something has transpired where, hey, I'm not getting enough money. Let's go back to the drawing table and see if we can squeeze some more money out of them. That's the that's the first thing on bargaining. So they want to they want to negotiate and find ways that they can mitigate the emotional impact of, of the business or impact the 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 emotional impact of the sale rather than I said the business. And so again, we see retrading, exploring all alternative scenarios, like meaning that meaning there's two two potential scenarios. The first is when the owner doesn't agree to 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 non-competes and I'm gonna go back and get into the business. The second is that the the deal is more deal damaging. And that's <clears throat> You know, they or I'm sorry, is less deal damaging where they want to remain with the business for a period of time um, and, you know, retain, avoid the detachment of the business. The next thing is seeking reassurance in bargaining. You'll see you'll see business owners now, especially as you start moving toward closing, you will see that business owners start talking about whether or not you know, is this really what I should be doing? I can't tell you how many times we we have had, you know, sellers start to, you know, rethink selling. And again, totally their prerogative, um, but a lot of it's unfounded. So when when a seller is rethinking, <clears throat> rethinking this whole deal, 
what they're really doing is seeking, you know, they want, they want reassurance of, Hey, I'm getting, I'm getting a fair value. I'm not getting screwed over by the, the business, the, the business buyer and things are going to be okay for me afterwards. And then lastly on bargaining, um, if only, and we, we see, we see this a lot, especially I know some of my friends in, in, in tech, you know, where, where, um, startups tend not to, you know, perhaps not have blossomed as, as quickly as they, they, they had hoped. There's a, what if, what if I would have kept it? What if I would have done X, Y, and Z? Those are all, that's a, that is a, a, a constant in bargaining. What would have happened had I X fill in the blank. So now let's move to depression. Um, so when we, so depression, I can tell you that we see a lot of business sellers, you know, turn melancholy because, you know, they, I don't know if depression is necessarily the, the right word, but at some point there becomes a, there, and th- again, this is not universal. This is for a lot of sellers, but not all of them. But for those that are experiencing depression, where they, where they can feel the loss, especially those business owners that have owned, you know, whether it's generation one, you know, generation two did not want it. So they're going third party. You know, there's, it's been a family business. This has been a fixture to, you know, to the kitchen table for a long time. And so there's a, there's a sense of loss. And so that can, that can, can do a number on the business owner's, you know, um, mental state. The next thing under depression is financial insecurity. There's a lot of times where the business sale is not going to, to provide the windfall that the business owner originally thought. And so now it becomes a situation of I'm not going to have enough money to fill in the blank to retire to, you know, the average, the average term of retirement is about 18 years. Is it going to be enough? And a lot of times it's not. Um, Once you enter the deal theater and you get real buyers and you get real offers, an entirely different animal. Okay. And so financial insecurity is a real thing. The next thing is the depression. And again, this is probably post sale, um, but being disconnected. I mean, you're, you, especially for those that have spent mo- their career building their business. Now they're disconnected to the only thing that they always were connected to. And that's building that business. So that's, that's a different animal right there where, <clears throat> where, and, and again, I, it's just something you have to go through, but, being disconnected in from the business is is natural and you know there's different ways to pass to pass the time or to get involved back in business and share share with perhaps next generation or other people that are going through through the same thing so being disconnected um again you know it, it it's supposed to happen and then lastly lack of purpose and it, that that goes along with the disconnected the lack of purpose is <clears throat> same thing you've done you've you've worked in the business for so long and now you're not 
And so now what do you do? There's only so much golf. There's only so much pickleball. There's only so much tennis. What do you do now? And so that's why when we consult with our business sellers, we spend a lot of time talking about what are you doing next? Don't come in, do not come into the deal theater if you don't know what you're going to do next. Because when we start get, when we start taking offers, we have to make a decision. And, you know, you don't want to be making a decision with little time. You want to be able to take as much time as you need in order to figure out what, what does your life look like without this business? All right. So then the last one is acceptance. Acceptance is, you know, here's the new reality. This is, I'm not with my business. My identity is, that was part of my, part of my life, but not my entire life. You, you, you certainly will experience, you know, the, the, the business owner will have some emotional healing. Um, you know, there may be regret, there may be sadness, but if like any loss, it will lessen over time. And then we, they, then the business owner finds closure. The, the, the business owner now, you know, transitions over. I'm doing what I want to do. I've, I, I have, I have, I've determined you know, what my next steps or what, what am I going to do with my time has been put into place and, and I'm starting to get used to the new normal. And by doing so, you, you then begin to start your new identity, your identity of, you know, you were a former business owner, you know, maybe it'll be another business owner. I don't know, but you know, you start again, rebuilding the, a, a new life, what, regardless of whether or not that that has a business attached to it, you start building your your new life without the business. And then, lastly, the acceptance is that you you have an appreciation for the achievements that you have you have had. And I I don't think entrepreneurs get sufficient credit on you know how many families they touch and how many people they employ and how many how many things as a result of their business. Were they able to contribute to their community, to their employees, you know, to, you know, to charitable purposes, all those things, that's what being an entrepreneur is. And so when you finally exit your business, to me, that's, that's a huge win that, that you can look back and look at the achievements. A, you, you sold your business. That's, that's a huge win. Far more than you than you realize. Number two, the achievement is that you can look back and say, "I did this," or "You and your team did this." However, you choose to see it. You were able to sell. You built something. You grew it. That's a that's a heck of an achievement in and of itself. And so, I I I don't think a business owner should minimize that the that at all. Um, so I hope that if you're one of those business owners that have sold your business, I hope you get the chance to reflect on, on the, on your achievements and what you did for, for people, whether it's mentorship or just economic impact. Those are all big things.
So anyway, back to back to our our five levels of grief, five stages. So we'll we'll tie this back up. So we got denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. And I think if you've ever bought a business, you can see you can see business sellers in those in those different levels um, or those stages. So as we you know, as I, I wind this up, you know, grief, it's healthy to grieve. So I'm told. <laughs> All right. It's healthy to grieve. Uh, let's just agree to it. You know, perhaps you didn't know that there was a sequence um, to h- how this sale, how a sale will go. But in, to me, I think you should anticipate that there will be these stages. You will, whether it's whether it's totally obvious or you can just get a sense of that we're passing through different stages in order to sell. And I, and I, the takeaway is that it's totally normal. So um, I hope, yeah, I, I know this is kind of a divergence from what I normally talk about, but I hope if if you're considering selling or you're considering buying, I hope that it if you're on the buy side, I hope it helps you connect more with your seller. Be be less quick to scuttle the deal because of his or her anger. And if you're on the sell side, I hope you this this episode can help you see that what you're going through is totally normal and natural and and hang in there. And as always, if there's anything on my end that that I can do to to help you get past whatever it is you're you're experiencing, happy to do it. Our door has always been open and and uh, will continue to be open. So I hope you enjoyed this episode because it was a it was a doozy for me too. And we'll see you next week. This was another episode of the Defenders of Business Value Podcast. For more episodes packed with strategies to increase the value of your business, visit DefendersOfBusinessValue.com for show notes, transcripts, and free tools to start you on your journey. Subscribe now so you don't miss any future episodes.